Right, so we pick up uh, at uh, the bottom of uh, 55b. Uh, we said we didn't want to rush that Mishnah. Uh, so we are at the Mishnah at the bottom of 55b. Uh, continuing, Hanode Minak Sut. What happens if someone says that clothing is forbidden to him? Muta Basak Uviriya Uvachamila. Right, so you are allowed to wear sackcloth or a sheet uh, or to wear a, a chamila. A chamila is a type of. Uh, um, you know, uh, the curtain uh, or something like that. And generally, as we're going to see, uh, these are uh, probably going to uh, be for, uh, for for the purpose of keeping dry. Uh, so it was kind of a thick uh, clothing that you wore to, to, you know, if it was raining. Uh, and those aren't, you know, these uh, uh, sackcloth uh, is, is uh, very rough and itchy on the skin. And, and therefore, you would only wear it in these exceptional circumstances. Amar konam temer What happens if a person said wool uh, is, um, uh, you know, forbidden to me, uh, and therefore, uh, and, and it can't come on me. It, I can't ole uh, It should not uh, come upon me. Uh, in this, in that sense, muta litkasot temer. That is really talking about uh, woolen clothing. That the way a person says that, it really means uh, woolen. clothing clothing and therefore uh, strips of wool, uh, fleece of wool that is not defined as a <coughs> garment uh, and it's only really talking about a, a woolen garment uh, that he is not allowed to wear. Hapishtan ole alai and flax is uh, forbidden to me as well or uh, that I can't put it upon myself. Mutar litkasot anitsei pishtam. You could put strips of flax uh, uh, on you or flax even in bundles uh, because that is uh, you're really talking about flax you're talking about a garment itself so th- those those two kind of expressions are, uh, uh, are you know we're defining those according to uh, the, the simple understanding I mean the, the p- a person's understanding of it and uh, Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda says uh, even more than that he says I call Lafiha Noder everything goes according uh, to the person and, and the, his situation when he made the vow okay for example time uh, vizia what happens if a person is uh, you know, carrying a whole lot of wool or linen or whatever he's, he's carrying on and, he, and he's uh, taking strain, he's sweating underneath it and his uh, smell uh, and, and its smell is very hard for him, it, it, uh, um, unprocessed flax is very smelly, uh, therefore and, and this person is, uh, says, listen, I don't want any wool or in this case linen, whatever he's carrying, he says, I don't want it upon me. Uh, he'd be allowed uh, to wear it, uh, you know, it, it clothing like that, because really we can see that this person in this uh, situation that he's in, uh, because he's carrying this, this burden, uh, that is why he says, oh, I'm, 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 I'm totally forbidden uh, to carry uh, um, uh, wool or linen, whatever the case is. Uh, then, uh, so he's allowed to put on uh, clothing, and, uh, and also uh, he'd be allowed, uh, he's not allowed to, it says, Vasu laf shil, lacharav, but he's not allowed to uh, throw it behind him uh, because that is still a, uh, a burden to him. All right, and then that is. Um yeah, we're going to see more about it uh, on today's stuff, uh, you know, where, where a person vows against a whole category of things, but really uh, uh, the, the certain specifics, uh, um, you know, would, might be excluded. Alternatively, uh, a person vows uh, against 
uh, a whole group, even the specific things, could be included in certain circumstances. But uh, in general, uh, if a per- and, then, and then if a person just vows against a specific, the general item uh, would be included. Okay, uh, that is uh, uh, that. That is that. And Rabbi Huda is just uh, um, you know adjusting uh, what the rabbis are, are saying. He just gives another example. All right, Tanya. It says if you vow that uh, you're not allowed garments upon you, mutabasak uh, you are allowed to wear this uh, sackcloth or sheet or this uh, kind of curtain uh, upon you. Vasur bepunda uva uva pesaka ya uva sukuvtia uva katavlia. Right? You are. Uh, you're not allowed to wear a money belt, which is a, a punda. Uh, like a purse or, or, or a, a, a sash uh, or sukutria um, uh, is a, a type of uh, leather garment uh, or kavatalia is a type of leather uh, another type of leather clothing or whether anpilia um, is, a, is, a, is a leather uh, sock we had that uh, in Yevamot as well when we talked about chalitza uh, uh, and uh, and it says upilinia michnasan and a leather apron is a is a plinia and michnasan and pants of a cover and a hat and the Gemara says my is sukratai what is the meaning of sukratai which is sukratia the same as sukratia amarav rabchana kitana the the tzala a tanner's apron all right so just uh, defining uh, at that place uh, in that time you know exactly what is certain things as um as clothes all right tanya your tim basak ava uva sagos ava vira and as we said, uh, you are allowed to go out even on a Shabbat uh, in a uh, um, uh, you know, the thick uh, sackcloth or uh, the, the uh, uh, sagos is a type of uh, thick woolen blanket, uh, and uh, but it's also not uh, refined wool. Uh, it's like quite harsh on your skin, uh, or uh, a type of sheet or the, the, that, that curtain, those type of things uh, that we said is not defined as clothes. Uh, distilled, despite all of those, uh, despite the fact that it's not considered clothes, you might be considered carrying uh, because you are wearing it uh, in uh, um, uh, in a place to stop against the rain. Uh, it is uh, defined as uh, raincoats, uh, and as a result, you'd be allowed to wear it uh, in, uh, even on Shabbat uh, outside into the Rosh Hashanah. Aval lo b'teva v'lo b'kupa v'lo b'machatzelit pimnei hagoshanim. But what you're not allowed to do, uh, you're not allowed to go out, uh, uh, even though it's raining on Shabbat, uh, if with, uh, by putting a box over your head or a basket or a mat, uh, as as to protect you from the rain. Why? Because that is uh, like you're carrying some. Uh, and well that is uh, it's not like like you're carrying something you are carrying something uh, and therefore because it's not uniquely identified as a raincoat uh, it's got all other things box baskets and mats uh, they've got all other types of uses uh, and therefore you'd be liable on Shabbat uh, for for walking out uh, with those because they've got all those other uses and that would be uh, transferring and carrying on Shabbat 
Roim, shepherds, Yotim, Besakim, and shepherds can go out uh, covered in sackcloth as well, I suppose, even though it's not raining in this, uh, at, at, at that time, uh, because that's their general uh, type of, uh, of, uh, of uh, garment that they use. Velo Roim, Bevad, Amru, and not uh, anyone, uh, that's it, but, uh, but uh, Ella, Koladam, really anyone can go out like that. It is still a garment, even though it might not be uh, commonly worn. Ella shedibru chachamim bove. Another statement that comes up a lot uh, in the in the in the Gemara. It means not dafka. Uh, uh, these people only uh, can go out, but really uh, anyone uh, can do it because the rabbis only spoke uh, in in the in the common way of people speaking. All right. The last part of the mission. Rabbi Huda Omer Hakol Lefianoder. Rabbi Huda says everything goes according to uh, the one that is vowing, and uh, it says now we have a very similar. Uh, type of brata um, uh, to the Mishnah Tanya. Uh, what does Rabbi Huda mean when he says everything goes according to the vow? What happens if a person uh, is wearing a woolen garment? Uh, and it's hurting him, right? Uh, like scratchy. Uh, on him or something like that like it's a thick wool and it's not soft uh, he says I'm forbidden to wear this wool uh, that's it I'm not going to put it upon me so really uh, he's, he's um, not allowed to wear um, uh, woolen clothing because he said uh, wool and he didn't specify uh, this thick wool or coarse wool anything like that uh, and, and, and therefore uh, he is allowed to uh, put wool um, bundles or fleece or whatever on his uh, 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 shoulders or even clothing itself because that's not really wearing it. The whole point is that he said, I'm doing it to wear. Haya to ain, pishtan, and similarly, if he's wearing uh, flax, vezia, uh, and, and the flax uh, is making him sweat, uh, it's a very kind of thick flax and it's hot day maybe. Amakona, pishtan, ole, alai. He says, oi, I'm not allowed to wear pishtan. Again, uh, exactly as our Mishnah rule, but just a slightly different. Different examples, Muta, Levosh, Vaso, Litom. You'd be allowed uh, to. Um, um, uh, oh, sorry. Um, sorry, maybe there's not flax clothing. Maybe he's just carrying a flax load over here. Uh, and, and he says, Kunapisha, Lealai, Muta, Levosh. He is allowed to wear a, a, a item, a clothing of, of flax, which is probably like cotton, which is a, a fairly cool thing. Vaso, Litom. Uh, he's not allowed to carry. Uh, uh, things upon him. All right, so uh, that kind of uh, just gives different examples to our Mishnah, uh, but um, uh, really is uh, the same general theme. All right, so now we move on uh, to other things that people uh, define in different ways. Uh, if you say that your house uh, house is forbidden to you, uh, and we had this uh, discussion a bit before as well, uh, where you say uh, your house or uh, you know, house, but you say a house, I'm not allowed to get benefit uh, uh, from this house. Uh, it says, uh, you are allowed to come into uh, the upper story of the house. It's, uh, it's, it's a two-story house, and you are allowed to go into the upper story. Uh, that's what Rebbe Meir says, is because uh, the, uh, according to Rabbi Meir, uh, when you talk about a house, you only talk about the downstairs part of the house. However, the Chachamim Rim, Aliyah Bichlal Habayt, the rabbis say no, uh, the upper part of the house is essentially part of the house as well, 
and therefore you can't go into any part of the house. But everyone agrees uh, that if you say uh, that the upper part of the house is forbidden to me, uh, that is specifies uh, the upper part of the house and therefore uh, it is specific and as a result the whole general uh, part of that house. As we said, there's specifics and generals and, uh, and, and therefore if you uh, vow against the whole general category it includes uh, specifics uh, according to the rabbis that uh, includes the upper part of the house as well. Uh, whereas if you only say the upper part of the house then obviously uh, the lower part of the house uh, is uh, allowed uh, to, to go in. Okay, Mantana Babayat La Robot and who's the Tana that taught uh, with, uh, in terms of and there's Hilchot uh, Tzarat it says if there was a plague in the house uh, in the house includes uh, uh, the gallery. Now what they used to do was kind of build a gallery which was uh, a little bit um, above uh, the ground floor you could kind of uh, and, 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 and uh, above the ground floor and was kind of halfway in between uh, the top floor and, uh, and, and, and the bottom floor. You could step out from the upstairs uh, down to the gallery and I suppose if you wanted to uh, the Gemara in Erevin we had different pictures of Yetziot uh, etc. Are they included? Uh, can you throw things from one to the other? Etc. So we did discuss uh, these types of uh, items uh, back then. Babayat, um, and, and who's the one that says that uh, um, uh, it, it, it says in the house includes a gallery uh, and it says Babayat Larabot Ete Aliyah and the Bayat uh, Bayat includes uh, the upper floor. Um, so Amaravi Chista, uh, Amarav Chista, Rav Chista says, listen, uh, Rabbi Mayahi, this is Rabbi Mayah. Uh, uh, and even though that's quite surprising because we said uh, Rebbe Meir uh, says um, oh no so it's actually not uh, not surprising uh, because Rebbe Meir did say uh, you know anyone um uh, no, sorry, Rabbi Meir seemed to say the opposite in our Mishnah. Uh, but Rav Kista says, uh, no, this is Rabbi Meir. Uh, Dear Rabbanin, if it was the rabbis, uh, the rabbis said the Aliyah is already part of the Bait. Uh, so it must be why do I need if already the second story is in the house which is even more of a Chiddush because it's uh, very separate from the ground floor uh, here something that's closer uh, to the ground floor surely that is included so uh, here Rabbi Meir might say uh, the upper floor is not considered part of the lower f- of a house uh, when, when, you, uh, uh, when you say that but a halfway thing might be considered uh, and that's it. So therefore, obviously, it would be obvious, according to the rabbis, that you'd include uh, a half floor uh, as opposed to, you know, if you're including a full floor, you definitely include a half floor. Uh, Amar Abayah, Abayah says no, uh, not, uh, not a good, not necessarily a good proof. I feel it's Amar Abayah. You could even say it goes like the rabbis, Aya Kora. And really, by Christ, they also need a pasuk, they also need a, a, a verse uh, to teach us the Sakadat because what might you have thought? Uh, it says, because uh, when it talks about Sarat, uh, the, the um, kind of marks on the wall, uh, then it says uh, a house in the land of your possession of the of, of your inheritance you might think in the land means it has to be attached uh, to the land itself uh, for it to be considered uh, um, included in the law of Tarat. Uh, shma, um, uh, shma, uh, um, 
Shema bites uh, because it says, and therefore it's connected to the land. Uh, it must be a house. Aliyah have a law mukuba ba'ara, and and this like halfway, this balcony uh, halfway uh, is not really attached uh, to the to the ground. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, Aliyah. Uh, the Aliyah, sorry, is. Um, the Aliyah is not considered uh, on the ground. So therefore, uh, so, so the second story is not attached to the ground. So even according to Rabbis, uh, you'd need, uh, you need to say this, that even an Aliyah uh, would be, um, <coughs> uh, uh, you know, you, you would have to say that the, 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 that is part of the house as well. Even the, the second story is part of the house when it comes to Sarat. All right. Um, uh, again, Kaman Azla, hi, Da'ama Ravhuna Barakia, Mishmaid Ula, Ravhuna Barakia says the name of Ula. Uh, it says, Buy it, but buy it, I need Mokher Lacha. I'm selling a house in my house, I'm selling to you. Uh, then, Amar Ayu, Aliyah, you can show him uh, um, the, the second story. Now, the second story obviously is not great uh, as in, in general. So, if you're selling someone to someone, or you're renting something uh, to someone, uh, you, you, the, the guy's entitled uh, to the downstairs because it's much easier uh, to get into the downstairs. You don't have to climb uh, with parcels or anything like that. Uh, therefore, uh, if a guy tells you he's selling you, uh, you know, his house and then he only gives you the upper floor, you can have a complaint against him. All right, but if he says, an Aliyah, a bite, a house within a house, I'm selling to you, Mar'ayu Aliyah, then you can show him uh, the second story. I'm selling you a house within my house. In other words, uh, then you can sell him that. However, Aval, if you say, listen, I'll sell you my house, then you can't go and then just show him uh, and, and say, listen, I thought that's what you meant, the second floor. Uh, so, you know, that is the writer. And now, uh, well, that's what Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, uh, in the na- Rav Huna Bakia said in the name of Ula. Lema Rebi Mayi. So who do we have to say? Surely this means uh, that that Rebi Mayi is uh, that the second story uh, is not included in the house. And the Gemara answers, No, I feel it's same Rabbanan. You could even say it's like the Rabbis uh, because it says My Aliyah Mu'ale Shebabatim. No, instead of Aliyah Shebabatim, it says Mu'ale, the best part of the house. Aliyah. In this instance, uh, I'm going to sell you the best part of the house. So that would be on the ground floor as well. You say house within my house, you have to show him the best part of the house. Uh, uh, but if in a normal case, you could even sell the guy uh, the second story. Okay, uh, that is that. Uh, next, Mishnah. Um, uh, what if you vow uh, that you're not allowed um, to uh, benefit from a bed? Uh, it says, Mutar Bedargash. You are allowed uh, to lie in a dargash. All right. So, so we're going to see. You know, what is a dargash? Uh, often times, uh, you know, it could be a small bed, but of, often used as a ladder uh, to climb into the higher level of a bed. And uh, we'll see that, uh, um, you know, in in a bit. Now we'll talk about different types of beds. Uh, and uh, the art scroll has got different pictures of uh, different types of bed. The Quran also has uh, not quite um, as uh, detailed as the art scroll, though they they do have a uh, um, the the you know what we need. Okay, Div Rabbi Meir. So that is Rabbi Meir says. Uh, it says a bed is one thing, a dargash is another thing altogether. No, the rabbis say dargash beklal mita dargash. When you say dargash, it's included in a bed. Uh, so therefore, if you say I'm not allowed to go in a bed, you also wouldn't be allowed uh, to go in a dargash. Uh, and and hanoda mina dargash muta be 
later. If you say I'm not allowed uh, to sleep on a dargash, uh, everyone agrees uh, that you would be allowed to sleep in a bed. Again, another example of uh, where you say something, if you vow against the whole general um, uh, group of items, then you are forbidden, even in the particular items, uh, as opposed to if you vow against just the particular one, Ayah Dargash, uh, then you'd be permitted to everything else except uh, the Dargash. Alright, so now, my Dargash, what is this Dargash that we are talking about? Ama Ula, Ula says, Arsa Degada, a bed of good luck, right, uh, of, of good fortune. So now, uh, there are all different things. Uh, so, so, you know, Rashi and Toswat uh, come and say, listen, this is a, um, uh, you know, a bed uh, for for good luck, and uh, and um, you know it's it's a very uh, beautiful bed, uh, and and that's it. So now it's almost you know, there, there. There are other things. The run actually says uh, that it's there uh, in honour of the, per, the the guardian angel of the house. Okay, and uh, and that's it. So you know it's it's, it's there to do it. So now um, uh, the uh, the issue is uh, you know how how do we reconcile that? You know do we believe in that? Uh, isn't that uh, are we allowed to to hold that way that you've got guardian angels of the house so the the um Ramban uh, comes in a whole discussion, you know, he says everything has got an angel above it, everything's got a sar, uh, and the, the Rambam uh, would vehemently uh, argue against this, uh, you know, and that's it. So, uh, all different things. Uh, should we have uh, honor uh, the, this angel uh, that uh, that looks after our house? Uh, and then and, and we say, listen, we're only honoring it uh, because, um, you know, it's Hashem who put it there, and, and therefore by honoring it, um, uh, that, that honors Hashem. Uh, the Rambam uh, would you know, as we said, would be against that because he said that's exactly how uh, idol worship started. Avodah Zorah started in exactly the same way uh, because people said, "Listen, um, Hashem is so great, and you know what? He also has these uh, angels and, and and servants and things that serve him. Uh, what are those? Like the sun and the moon and the stars. Uh, you say, you know what? Uh, we've got to honor them too because they are His servants. And then what it led to was that they carried on just just honoring the servant and they forgot about Hashem." And that led to outer worship. So it's a bit of a, a slippery slope. The other way, way of understanding um, this dargash uh, is that um, uh, it could be uh, because you know, and it goes back to what we said. If it's a very beautiful bed and and the like, uh, so what what happens is is that people uh, stay uh, have it. They say, listen, look look how how well Hashem has treated us, and as a result, uh, we don't even sleep in all of our beds. We've got a bed as a spare bed, as like a decoration to say thank you, etc. Okay. Uh, and that that is that. All right. And uh, um, uh, and anyway, so that that is Arsa de the Gada. All right. So that's an explanation of that. Amila Rabban and Ula. The Rabbi said to Ula, "Is that really so? Vaded none. What about that we uh, learn in the Mishnah? I think it's the Mishnah. It must be in Moed Katan Kishahain Mavin Oto when they when they when the people serve uh, the the king a meal after his relative close relative has died." Uh, it says, Everyone is sitting on the ground. Uh, it says, And the king is sitting on this dargash, uh, this bed. Okay? And all the people are, are you know, are, are, you know on. Um, 
Kula Shatta, sorry, the whole year. Uh, is it really true that the, that the whole year the king doesn't sit on the bed? And, 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 and today, after he's in mourning, he suddenly sits on his bed. Uh, you know, how, how could that be? Uh, so, uh, you know, that doesn't make sense. Matkif La Ravina, however, Ravina argues against uh, this question. He says, Midi Dave Abasavian. He says, No, uh, that's not a question. He says, Because uh, the, the same thing with meat and wine. Uh, wheat and wine, the Kula Shata, Ebai Achil, Ebai Lo Achil, Ahuyoma, Anin Yavin and Lai. He says, No, uh, the king doesn't need our help. Uh, you know, if he wants to eat meat and wine, he can eat it. If he doesn't want to eat meat and wine, he doesn't have to eat it. You know, he's free to do what he wants. Here, he has to accept a meal uh, from uh, the, uh, we have to give him meat and wine after funerals. So uh, that, that is, uh, you know, after his Aninut uh, period, he's allowed to eat meat and drink wine. And so we give it to him. Uh, uh, you know, and, and therefore, so it's different. So therefore, so you know, Ella Hakasha. So if I've got a problem with it, uh, says Ravina, uh, this is the problem as well that I've got with this with this statement. Detanya, Dagash Loaya Kafu Ella Zukufo. Really, with the Dagash, uh, a, a mourner doesn't uh, overturn uh, this Dagash bed, but really, what he does, Vazukufo, um, you actually stand it uh, upwards, uh, and that that is uh, standard on its side. So. In the old times, what they used to do, Gomorrah Moed Katan, I think Yerushalmi Brachot also discusses this, uh, where in the, when you, it was morning, you used to turn over all the beds in the house. Uh, and uh, we don't do that today. What we do is we cover up the mirrors. So because the, like, it, it's a, an ex- uh, like a reflection of uh, the, the image of Hashem, the Telem Elohim, uh, that's now gone, we look at our Telem Elohim in the mirror. So so too here, uh, we, we look at the uh, Telem Elohim. Okay, uh, we, we, you know, that, that's like we, we cover up the mirrors because uh, the Telem Elohim, which is uh, produced through the bed, uh, was overturned. So we cover up the mirrors. Anyway, um, so we don't resort for we we to good up. If you say it's a bed of good luck, it's not just your bed that you turn over. All beds in the house are turned over according to the way we, uh, it's understood. You turn over all the beds uh, in the house and even those that aren't used for sleeping. So why don't you turn over the dagash? And the governor says, no, hello, Kasha, that's no problem. Uh, and it says, it's the same thing as a bed uh, where you kind of use the bed instead of using a bed to sleep and you might have designated almost like an open closet uh, and you would put uh, vessels on it as well uh, kind of uh, you use it instead of shelving uh, you just have a bed and you just uh, stack things up on it uh, it says Tatanya and we learned in Rata about that uh, if you only use it you never sleep in it uh, you only um, uh, use it for vessels, uh, you don't overturn it. Uh, so therefore, Ella Ikasha, so then uh, another attack against it. If you say it's a bed of good luck, Hi Kasha, the following is the Kasha that I've got against it. Tatanya, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, Rashbag says, Dargash Matir, Kirivitav, Vu Nofel Melav. 
uh, a mourner doesn't overturn it. Agash, all he does is he loosens the loops uh, that connect it uh, to the side of the bed, and it, uh, it says, and it falls on its own. Okay, so really, like, what are we talking about here? Is it the piece of leather? That's what they used to have for mattresses uh, in the middle, and he says you just loosen it on the side, and uh, it falls on its own. Uh, and it says, uh, and if a dagash is a bed of good luck, uh, why would it have? Karavitan, me, itlay. Does it have uh, these uh, these loops on the side? Okay, uh, because what uh, the two different ways. Um, uh, that they used to do it. So if you imagine uh, the, the side of a bed, what the two different ways that they, they used to make the mattress. Um, <clears throat> the one was that they, uh, they w- what they used to do was tie uh, the uh, like a rope over uh, the frame and like wrap it round and then string it through. So in a, in a crisscross manner. And so th- that's what you used to sleep on. You used to sleep on those ropes. Uh, other way of doing it is if you uh, put a um, uh, in, in the actual wood itself uh, in the middle you kind of threaded it through you made a hole in the middle of the wood and you threaded it through uh, that way uh, so that, that's what you're talking about yeah would it have uh, these loops uh, and he says uh, you know that, that, that why would it have loops because really uh, as we said it is gen- just a piece of leather uh, that was uh, uh, strung through so it doesn't have uh, loops in that situation so therefore Yata Ravin Ravin comes along and he says listen Amar he says and ask one of the rabbis um about what a dargash is, Rabbi Taklifa Bar Marava, Rabbi Tavlicha from the West, Shmei, that was his name, Dava Shachiach, Bushuka, Salai, and he is, he was used to be. Um, Often in the in the tanners markets, uh, what is this dagash? Asa He says it actually really is uh, a leather a leather bed. So really, it's a it's a bed uh, that you uh, uh, you know that uh, um, it, it it didn't need overturning uh, as well and. Um, and therefore, you know, what also you, the, 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 the reasons why, you know, uh, if it's a leather bed, which you, if you t- untie it, then it falls on the ground. So that's why you wouldn't do it. Right. So now what we would we have itmar, ezu mita, vezu dagash. What is defined as a bed and what is a dagash? Because I kind of explained this a bit before, uh, but here it is. Ama reviumia mita, with a mita, masargin ota gaba. Uh, you know, you have one strap over, you know, over the sides of the wooden things on the on 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 the side, the bed frame. Uh, you have the this over the, the straps over and dargash masaginoto migufo. But with the dargash, you have the straps through the hole in the actual bed frame itself. So those are the two things uh, that we have. So Maitve, we would challenge that. Um, from Mishnah in Kalim, uh, it says eight cle uh, uh, eight uh, you, uh, vessel of uh, of made out of wood. Ma'amatai makablin tumah. When is uh, is it uh, defined as uh, being susceptible uh, to tumah? It says mita arisa shushvin dag a bed and a crib uh, when you uh, smooth them with a with fish skin kind of uh, rubbing out and and taking away any rough areas so that you don't get splinters so you have to rub it down uh, with uh, fish skin uh, and it says ve mita misageret agaba but if you've got uh, the the straps over the bed frame why do I need lamali sifat oradag you know why do I need smoothing with the with the skin of a fish uh, if you've got the ropes over there uh, so therefore 
Ella, um, uh, so what do we say in this situation? Uh, hi, uh, vahai, migufan. Um, 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 so really with the bed and the dargash, uh, what do you do? You fasten the straps to the hole in the bed frames. Uh, and it says, ule, afili bevine, with the bed, you know, it, you, you move, you know, put the things through the hole with the dargash. Uh, it says, alui bakufe afkata. You put the straps in and you take it through the loops in the bed frame. Okay, so that, that is what uh, you're talking about. In other words, it's like uh, it's a piece of leather uh, that is stretched over. There's no crisscross um, ropes underneath it. It's a piece of leather uh, that does it. So you just, it's tied onto the sides. So you just unloose it and then uh, the, the, the leather falls down onto the ground. Uh, and that's it. So that's why it says just actually uh, turn it uh, you know, facing up because you don't want the leather uh, dragging on the, the, the wet ground and it would destroy the leather. leather. I'm Rav Yaakov Ba'ata, uh, I'm a Rebi, uh, Rav Yaakov Ba'acha uh, says in the name of Rebi, Mita Shinnaktula Yotin. Okay, if you've got like a, a um, a, 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 not a four-poster bed, but like a, a two-poster bed, uh, where it kind of goes up in a in a in a, a kind of triangle, uh, so it reaches like a very thin um, uh, uh, row at the top. Uh, the two-poster beds, the two posts, uh, you know, you've got on the left and on the right, they they come together. It almost looks like a triangle. Shenachtelay, your tin. When they when they're sticking out, you can't turn that over. It, it it's not stable. Azokva video. You just stand it on its side, and that is enough. I'm Rav Yaakov Ba'idi, I'm Rav Yoshua ben Levi, Halacha Rebin Shimon ben Gamliel. The Halacha goes like Rebin Shimon ben Gamliel, and it's the same thing. He says you just uh, loosen it. Um, I mean, you don't overturn it. Uh, we just said uh, that um, you just uh, turn it uh, um, on its side. I think that is what we said uh, with that. I think, um, or, or you just uh, you just loosen the straps and it, and it, it falls out underneath you. All right. So now, Hanoda min ha'ir. If you uh, vow that the city is forbidden to you, muta lekanais letchuma shalir. You are allowed to go into uh, the two thousand amot area, the tchum of that city. That is not defined as the city. However, vasu lekanais libura. The ibura is the very close, but it's seventy amot away. So 70 amot is about 35 meters away. So it's, you're not allowed to go up to 35 meters over there. Uh, if you say the house is uh, forbidden uh, to you, you can't go from the doorstep and inwards. And it says, how do you know that the, um, the ibura, literally like, like you say a woman is pregnant, so there's just the, 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 the 71 amot outside a city or 70 and two-thirds of an amot. We had this discussion back in Erevin where we try to work out, you know, the, the, um, uh, the different sizes, etc. How do you know? It's like the city itself. I'm Rav Yochanan, We learn it out from a pasuk. What's the pasuk in uh, in um, Yoshua? Uh, because the pasuk says, "Vahi biyot Yoshua biyericho." When Yoshua was in Yericho uh, and he looked up and he, and he saw the angel, "Umai biyericho." What do you mean he was in Yericho? Ilai ma biyericho mamish. If he was really in Yericho at the time, well, that doesn't make sense. Vahamar Yericho so Gerit Mr. Gerit you. you 
Jericho was completely locked up uh, over there. So obviously he wasn't in Jericho itself. Uh, he was right outside uh, Jericho. This is just part of the uh, where he's just about to uh, walk around and uh, blow the shofars, etc. Uh, so therefore we learn there he must have been right next to it. Uh, so maybe you would say maybe uh, the Tukum is included the 2000 Amot which is about a kilometre on either side um, um, uh, um, and uh, we learn a Pasuk in uh, I think it must be in, in Masai uh, where it says uh, you should measure outside the city 2,000 amot, and therefore it says 2,000 amot um, is outside, defined as outside the city. Okay, not a minavite. Uh, the last part of the Mishnah said if you vow from a house and also, ela min agav lifnim, you aren't allowed from the doorstep and onwards. Okay, aval min agav lekutz, but you're allowed to come right up to the doorstep. Uh, you know, um, uh, outside, you would be allowed uh, to go in. That is not part of your vow. Mativ Rav Mari, Rav Mari argues with that. It says the Kohen, when he's defining, he's trying to work out where the house has got to right, he says he leaves uh, the house. Uh, and it says, uh, he says he goes out the house and he should make the house, uh, he should put the house in quarantine. So the question is, you might think he goes to the house and, 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 and quarantines it straight away. Um, uh, he score and he just uh, and, and quarantines straight away. It says, So he goes to uh, the entrance of the house. If he goes to the entrance of the house, you might think that he goes uh, you know, underneath the, the lintel itself, he score, and then he shuts the door. Uh, so it says uh, he goes out of the house. Actually, it's a He has to leave the house altogether. He has to go out. So how Kate said, how do you reconcile uh, this? Or made but said, Hamashkov v'iskor. So we see Omed but said Hamashkov v'iskor. So basically, he stands just outside and he quarantines at midnight. So therefore, Shim halach leveto v'iskiro. And what happens if he went to his own house and he quarantined from there? Or Shamad takat Hamashkov, or else he stood under the lintel v'iskir and he quarantined it. Shiskiro muskar. It still does work and it still works pretty evident. Hamud lamar v'iskir etabat. It says he should quarantine the house. We call makom. And anyway. Um, and we say, you know, so surely uh, inside the lintel, uh, under the lintel, basically inside the house, even though that's, uh, you know, not uh, out, a little bit outside, like a little overhang, and that's not as close into the house uh, as, as the doorsteps, even a little bit beyond the house is the doorstep. So the Gomorrah answers, no, shiny gabebait, addictive min habait, it goes out from the house. Uh, it says, you say min habait pudor. You have to go out the whole house altogether. Okay, uh, that is uh, that for the day. We'll leave it there. Everyone should have a great day.